Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Of those four matchups, Highland Tech will be at home against Eastern Randolph at Sims Legion Park. And with that said, we want to welcome to the show Kenneth Paysauer, the head coach of the Highland Tech Rams. Coach, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Thank you, Brian. It's good to be on, brother. It's well, good to have a reason for for you to uh, you to have have me on and uh, have talked to about us a little bit, you know. Well, and and that's and that's what it's all about. And you guys have certainly earned that opportunity, Coach. The last time that we talked, this was this was a team that was really just kind of getting into the heart of the season. Uh, of course, you were talking about at that time. You were wanting this club to peak and and start, you know really working toward the tail end of the year to see whatever playoff possibilities might happen and come to find out now we fast forward to today and you're in round three of the 1A Western playoffs taking on an Eastern Randolph club. Coach, where where is all of this standing with you? Is this something that's become a bit of a pleasant surprise or is this something where you thought your club was perfectly capable of getting to week two of the playoffs? Uh, I would say, you know, I, I would say if you, if you talk to most people, I, I, I think a lot of people w- would not have expected us to be here. Uh, but I, I, I do, I do have to say that in the, in, in my heart of hearts, there, there was, uh, I felt like we were capable, you know, um, I, I really did. And, and we've been tested throughout this year, you know, playing, playing baseball in Gaston County and, and, and compete with some of the teams that we do. I, I think it has prepared us for this. Um, and we've talked a lot uh, throughout this year about uh, how prepared we are, you know, and the teams that we play and, and uh, preparing for playoff baseball. So I really felt like uh, it's something that we could do. Um, and, and from there, it was, just, it was just learning to play the type of baseball that was going to give us a chance to win these type of games. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because whether it's the league that you play in or the geography that you play in with all the possibilities for some really stiff non-conference test, you guys have truly been battle-tested. And when you get into these playoffs, sometimes you've got teams with gaudy records that haven't necessarily been battle-tested. So when you get a team that's a 13 seed like your Rams are, this is not your typical 13 seed. I know that necessarily the results might not have been there in the way that you really wanted them to be throughout the regular season, but you guys are playing teams now that you've seen several times over to where a lot of these teams in the playoffs might be seeing the stiffest competition they've seen all year. Uh, agree. Um, you know, we, and uh, you, I mean, I just I heard you kind of leading in talking about the area and, and what's going on. I mean, just in our in our conference in that one A two A conference, you've got you've got Cherville who was 
I guess number one in the state. You got Burns, who's number one in the West, possibly number one in the state. I'm, you know, I mean, we 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 in one A and two A baseball. I mean, we had we had the two toughest teams and and around possibly in the state, uh, and then of course East Gaston as well. Um, you know, uh, and Shelby was no slouch. So I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it, it was certainly a gauntlet for us at times. Uh, and we had a conversation about midpoint in the year. Um, I think every team, you know, has a has a kind of turning point, whether it, it either takes off or it, or it goes downhill. And we, we I can still remember we're sitting on the bus uh, going into the midpoint of our season, and we were getting ready to go into a uh, conference weeks where we were going to have East Gaston, Burns, and Cherville, and then paired with the Gaston County uh, tournament, Easter tournament as well. And I told them, you know, this, this, this was the month that would prepare us for playoff baseball, uh, and to play those teams back to back to back. It wasn't easy and it wasn't always fun, you know, but it was, it was our preparation for this, for what we're doing right now. Kenneth Paysauer here with us on the rush hour morning show. Kenneth, let me, let me ask you this from the, from the team standpoint, you, you get to observe it up close and personal. What was it about this club? What switch was hit that got these guys primed and ready to go so that they could put together a prolonged run into the playoffs? Uh, again, I, you know, talking about the, you know, the, those, those moments in a season that, that, that matter, uh, that, that can either make or break you. Uh, I go all the way back to our first conference week. Um, we were playing Shelby, uh, at Shelby. We're down seven to one, uh, and in the top of the six, we score seven to go up eight, seven. Uh, and we go on to lose that game in 10 innings, uh, nine, eight. Uh, and that was the moment when I think they started to believe what we're capable of. Um, and then of course the, the, when, when the, when the light truly came on, uh, was, uh, when we beat East Gaston, uh, at home, uh, and I think that was the moment when they started to believe uh, a little bit of that. You know, I guess drink the Kool-Aid, you know, what, I, what I've been telling them that, that it is actually true that we what we are capable of. And, and that was the moment when they when they really started to believe. Kenneth Paysauer here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. You know, Coach, you, you take a look at this. I mean, I, I'm looking at the schedule right now. A one nothing win over South Stokes. On the road, you beat Mountain Heritage at home six to one. All of that is when you're in the conference schedule, of course, you played East Gaston one time on May the second. You get a sweep of Thomas Jefferson, you lose to Cherryville in a sweep. You get into the you know, you get into the the, the tournament, the Easter tournament on the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. You know, in that you actually you lost to North Gaston, who was a finalist in that tournament, you beat Bessemer City pretty soundly, and then you lose a nail biter to Stuart Kramer, uh, eleven to ten, in that contest. You know this is this is not a club that put together seven or eight wins in a row. You guys have been able to stay the course and get a one nothing win, you know, on the road, you know, to get to where you are today. What's it going to take? for your club to have 
continued success in the playoffs tonight against Eastern Randolph and moving forward into subsequent games beyond this? Uh, you know, I mean, there's a there's a tried and true formula for baseball, which is and and we again we say it every day. I mean, we j- literally just talked about it yesterday. And I, what I tell them is, your ticket in the door is pitching and defense. If you want to compete in playoff baseball, uh, you got to throw strikes and you got to make simple plays. Um, you know, n- not every play has to be you know Sports Center top ten worthy. You know, you do, sometimes you, you got to throw strikes. You got to make simple plays. And then playoff baseball, if you want to be a consistent winner, is about timely hitting, uh, which, again, you know, you, you talk about a 6-1 to one win in the first round and a one nothing win, nail-biter. You know, I mean, that was just uh, – that was a gritty win is what that was. That was a tough, fought game, uh, very gritty. So, at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you got to be tough. You got to be gritty. Um, and we, we gotta, we gotta pitch it. We gotta catch it and we gotta get a couple timely hits. And then, and then that, that, that equates to playoff wins. Well, you've, you've had two incredibly good pitching performances already in the playoffs, you know, coach kind of give us some of the names that have made this run into the third round possible on the bump for you. Because again, when you play two rounds of baseball and you've only allowed one run, usually that's a pretty good formula for success. You're, you're correct. Uh, honestly, that's, it's probably, those have been two of our best pitching performances on the year. Uh, and it's really come from, from two guys. I mean, because they have pitched so well, uh, but Erwin Sosa, um, he's a sophomore. Actually, he started game one against Mountain Heritage, uh, went five innings, and I can't remember all of his stats as far as strikeouts. Um, I don't think he even had any walks. You know, no walks, that's beautiful. You know, that, that, that'll make any coach pull his hair out and start walking people. Uh, but he went five innings, no walks, and struck out, I, don't, I can't remember now, seven or eight, something like that. Uh, but then he was followed by uh, Liam Fulbright, uh, who's a junior uh, he, he finished that game off uh, against Mountain Heritage with two innings. And then uh, he threw Friday against South Stokes with complete game shutout, one hitter. Uh, again, I think he only walked two. So uh, in, in 14 innings of playoff baseball, I think we've walked two batters, uh, which, again, if that's your ticket in the door, right? That's your, if you, if you want to have a shot in playoff baseball, you, you, you got to pitch it. You know, you can't, you can't give them free runners. Well, that'll, that'll certainly do it. There's no question about this. So, Coach, I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned Fulbright. You mentioned Sosa. You mentioned the fact that one's a junior, the other's a sophomore. It's obvious that these kids have a ton of poise to be as young as they are. Coach, what is it about them that gives them the opportunity to stand on the bump and deliver for the Rams as they've been already in the first two rounds of the playoffs? I mean, it's preparation. It's, uh, you know, Sosa, Sosa type kid that wants it. Um, he, um, he, he eats and sleeps baseball. I mean, he, he, he wants the ball. He wants to be successful. And he's, uh, he's a type of kid that's going to put in, put in work and, and, you know, he believes in himself. Uh, and, and Liam Fulbright is honestly, I mean, I, I mean, he's one of the hardest workers I know. I mean, I've, I haven't been around many kids that, that, that have worked as hard as he works. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you put in the preparation and you're ready to go, then, you, I mean, you, you can't help but have some confidence, you know. And those, those two kids, they, they enjoy it. They want the ball, and they, and they're, they put in the work. So they're, they're prepared, and they're ready.
Kenneth Paysauer here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, now Coach, I'm, I'm looking at this. You're a club that's a game over 500 overall on the year, okay? But you look at Eastern Randolph, they're a 6-17 and 17 club. Folks that are just looking at the records are saying, well, Highland Tech should win this one in a route. What is it about this Eastern Randolph club, as best you can tell, that would make you want to say, okay, guys, pump the brakes. This is how they can get it done. What are some of the things that stand out to you about this Eastern Randolph club? Well, I mean, I'm going to start with the same thing we started with with us when you talk about battle-tested. They are battle-tested. They, in their conference alone, they have Randleman, uh, who is, I mean, a 2A power. I mean, that's a a 2A power. Uh, And then they also have URA Charter, uh, mm-hmm. who was the two seed in the West. So, I mean, when you're talking about battle-tested, I mean, their their strength of schedule is pretty ridiculous. And I honestly think, um, you know, Max Press puts out ratings, and they their their schedule strength was, was tougher than ours. Uh, so th- this is a team that's battle-tested, uh, and they do have some good arms. Um, they've got some – they've got a couple kids that they can throw it. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting a team that, that – that is used to fighting, fighting out games. You know, they, they play tough games all the time. So this is not going to be a surprise and we're not going to throw anything at them. They haven't seen. Uh, so this is, um, this is definitely going to be a, it's going to be a tight one. I, I fully expect, you know, Kenneth, you, you mentioned that, that a club that wants to compete in playoff level games, you better be able to pitch it. You better be able to pick it. You've, you've talked about that. I want you to talk about Sims Park for just a little bit because whether it's the Gaston College Rhinos or, or whether it's Highland Tech or anybody that plays at Sims Park, if you've never been there before, it really is a pitcher's paradise. All the foul ground that you've got, there's many baseballs that are caught in foul territory that would be in the seats at so many other high school ballparks. And even though the dimensions look very inviting for power hitters, that ball has no carry in Sims Park whatsoever. Are you able to kind of lay that out for your team? Do you play to the way Sims Park plays when it comes to your offensive management? Um, I, I think you do have to take it into account, uh, to a degree there, you know, there's just not, there's, I think those dimensions, uh, you know, I think play to a little more power in the college game, but in the high school game, there's just not many kids going to get it out of there. So, right. uh, you definitely have to, you definitely have to, again, you can't give free runners, you know, because then you open up the, the bunt game, you know, and, and, and stealing and doing all those other things. And then you mentioned, you know, foul all the foul ground and, and, you know, you get in the pass balls and, and it can get wild there. Um, you start bringing in pass balls. I've seen many people take two bases at a time on a pass ball. So, um, you know, I, I think as far as defensive positioning, we don't change a whole lot, uh, defensive positioning. We, we try to position ourselves based on the hitter. Uh, but I, but I do think you, you know, you have to, I think it does bring into account the, you know, the, walks and stuff because you can't let teams get into their bunt, bunt and running game. Well, and I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned it, Kenneth, because, you know, for anybody that's ever been to Sims Park, I mean, there is cavernous room behind home plate going to the backstop. So as good as your pitching staff's been, 
you better have some good guys behind home plate that can call a game and that can defend the position. Let's talk about your catching a little bit because the reality is if the ball gets away from a catcher behind home plate and there's a runner at first, he's getting to third. There's a very real likelihood for that. And if a guy's at second, there's a real possibility he could score. Let's talk about your catching a little bit and how important it is to this Rams club. Uh, and that's, I'm going to tell you, that's, uh, we got, we got Gavin Blackwood back there who's a senior. So, you know, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be a, 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 I guess not, not an issue, but it's going to be a task, uh, for us going forward, you know, into next year is, is, you know, how do we, how do we figure out the catch position for next year? Um, but for, for Gavin, he's, I mean, he, there's, there's few catchers that, that we, that we face. Uh, that do a better job keeping the ball in front. And then, like you talked about, with the foul ground and the, and the amount of territory behind home plate, he does an excellent job keeping the ball in front of him. Um, and so that that always gives us a chance to keep to keep runners um, from taking all, all the extra bases, you know, and, and, and getting all those free bases. Kenneth Paceauer here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, I, I know that you guys are making every expectation to win this game tonight and get as far along as you can in this playoff run. I want to ask you, when when you talk about this Highland team, regardless of the verdict tonight, regardless of what happens the rest of this playoff run, what are some of the the things about this club you're the most proud of this season? Uh, growth. Uh, I mean, you, you can't, I mean, this is, this is the kind of team I don't think you can talk about without talking about their growth as, as individuals and as a team, uh, and, and the way they've kind of come together and, and start to believe in each other. Um, and, and I think even, uh, kind of believing in, in our system, you know, and, and what it is we do to, what it is we do to win, um. Especially once we've got to playoffs, you know, I mean, as we prepare for each team and they're, they're very into the preparation. They love when we sit down and we talk about game planning for the other team. So this, this team has really been into uh, the growth and, the, and, and again, I'll talk about drinking the Kool-Aid, you know, I mean, they're, they've, they've bought into to what we're doing and, and the preparation for each game and what it takes. Well, Kenneth, I, I, I wish you guys the best of luck. I, I do want to say this before we, we jump off here. The way that you guys have been able to embrace what we're trying to do here on the show, you guys are constantly sending information our way. Your fan base, even outside of baseball, is sending information our way. You guys are definitely on the forefront of schools that are figuring it out. If you get the information to us, we are definitely going to run with it here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, please relay to everybody on your staff, thank you for their efforts to try to get the information about the Highland Tech Rams out to us because it really does make life a whole lot easier when we get some leads on things and we can run on some things. Once we get those things verified, we're able to put some really good content out that relates to the Highland Tech Rams. So, so Coach, Thank your group for us. Uh, we definitely appreciate it, and we certainly wish you guys the best of luck tonight and moving forward through this playoff season. Thank you. We um, we I, I'll definitely pass it on. 
Uh, and you know, we will, we love for the opportunity to, to kind of, to kind of talk and to, and to get the information out. Like you said, we, you know, we love what you're doing, you know, and, and, and the, the opportunity to kind of talk about Highland and, and what we're doing here is, you know, we, we love that. And we, we love that you're willing to kind of, kind of work with us, you know, and we, we'll take you, we'll, we'll, listen, I know you've talked about, um, you know, you need an invitation and we have an open invitation for you to come out anytime. We, we, we'd, we'd have you out here anytime. You, you let me know when you're ready and your door is open anytime. Well, that will, that will be happening in due course, no doubt about it. But, but Kenneth, we wish you the best of luck tonight. We'll definitely keep in touch with you. And certainly, whenever this season does come to a close for the Rams, we'll start to shift our attention a little bit from your perspective as it relates to the Gaston Braves. All right? Yes, sir. I, uh, you know, <laughs> not ready for this one to be over, but I, I can't wait to for another opportunity to talk about a little late Legion baseball with you. Well, we'll we'll certainly do that. And and and, coach, it's perfectly okay to have big long runs in the playoffs for both your teams this year. So, best of luck to Hopefully. you. Thanks, sir. All right, have a great day, folks. Right. When we come back right. on the other side of the break, we'll continue on this Tuesday morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.